choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. I'm attorney Mike DiPasquale. I played linebacker. I won a state championship. I played division one ball. I know a thing or two about winning. A winning attitude starts with confidence. My law firm is so confident in what we do that if we take your injury case and we don't win, you don't pay us a dime. So if you've been hurt, call me. My team wants to win for you. I've got this. Mike's got this. All you need to know. 816-888-7500. Mike's got this. Still here in the Preps KC studio, powered by the Xfinity Internet. Now with up to five to ten times faster upload speeds. And I can attest to that as I upload my videos on Friday night. They go very quickly, and I appreciate everything Xfinity does uh, for Preps KC and uh, high school football across the metro. All right, we're still here, and we're joined by Ryan Walls from GoPowerCat.com. And we will not talk any Missouri or K-State football this week. That's officially uh, not allowed. Um, Smart after- choice by you, Dion. Smart yes. choice. <laughs> yes, we did. We did some texting on, on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> In, in regard to a, a, a text or a tweet by Elijah Lee, we'll let him uh, run his mouth all he wants. But uh, it was good to see that game, and I want to play that game again. I hope they keep that going. But, uh, no, Ryan, uh, this week um, you're going to cross over the state line and, and do some Missouri ball. But what what do you see in two weeks in here on the Kansas side? You know, we saw, you know, the, the story so far is probably Shawnee Mission North going 2-0 and with a win over Olathe South. But um, we're really – we're seeing – some teams really step up, but we're also seeing a lot of the usual suspects uh, play good football as well. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm glad you brought up Shawnee Mission North because, I mean, what a huge game for them last week uh, to beat Olathe South and Olathe South Falcons team that, you know, we talked about last week. I was very impressed with their season opener going on the road, winning at Lawrence um, in, a, in a real tough test. And then Shawnee Mission North gets a, a Falcons team that's riding some momentum, maybe too much momentum. I don't know. Um, if they maybe got ahead of themselves, <clears throat> excuse me, with the bison. But I mean, that's a that's just a hell of a story for Shawnee Mission North. Um, you know, not only just a, a a school that you know hasn't seen a lot of football success in many years, but I think at a at a unique time with the whole rebranding and everything, it maybe this is a, the start of something fresh with that program. Um, outside of Shawnee Mission North, you know, I look around and. I think maybe it's time that we give credit where credit is due and and not to say that that we were overlooking them, but maybe we just didn't give them enough talking points in the preseason. But when you're St. Thomas Aquinas and you go out and beat (laughs) the EKL favorite, um, albeit, you know, it's it's kind of a toss up year in the EKL. But what we all kind of considered as an early EKL favorite in Blue Valley West and then you go out and beat the reigning EKL champion and 6A reigning state champion in Blue Valley Northwest in back-to-back weeks. I think it's time that maybe we put some respect on the same thing. <laughs> um, they've been really impressive. You know, I haven't really got a chance to watch or, or dive in as much into like Leavenworth as I'd like to. But oh yeah, I'll tell you what, the stats they're putting up right now, it, it's maybe time that I start looking at a little bit more into what the Pioneers are up to. So those are kind of three teams I would say early on that, like you said, it's it's been an interesting year on Kansas where you're seeing some teams that aren't you're not used to seeing at the top are at the top and holding strong so far. Uh, how does Bishop Miege fit into that group? Well, I'm, you know, I think Miege is a, is a school that, you know, last year it was like, well, you know, hearing what we were hearing from Coach Holmes and others around the Miege program, you were figuring that maybe it would be a little bit of a dip. Um, that this was going to be the year that you were going to see them really get back, and that's what they've done. You know, they're off to a 2-0 start. 
Um, you know, really a big fan of their quarterback. I, I think when Miege has been good, they've had steady quarterback play, and Mac Armstrong is that guy. And it's been reflected in the offensive stats that they're putting up. I mean, 40 uh, put on Blue Valley North in the season opener, and now 42 on a Blue Valley Southwest team that I think a lot of us would agree will will be there in November in 5A. I mean, I think they're gonna they're going to be a tough out for a lot of teams, regardless of what their record is. You know, Coach Oric's teams do that every single season. I know he'd like to see them have a little bit more regular <laughs> season success. Um, but again, you know, statement win for Miege last week again, 42 to nothing, you know, to blank a Southwest school that, um, you know, kind of hung with Blue Valley in week one. Good, good week for Miege. Good start for Miege. I think these next three games will really kind of determine, okay, is this a Miege team that is going to be, again, kind of a favorite in November, or is this a Miege team that maybe is showing some signs where they might be able to get caught again because you go at St. James this week, Rockhurst, obviously the big one back at yeah. home for, for Miege in two weeks and then on the road at Blue Valley. And I guess really you could throw in the, the fourth week there, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas right after Blue Valley. So Miege is about to go on a stretch here where we'll figure out, but shoot, throwing up back-to-back 40-plus or forty plus point performances is, is pretty impressive. Well, you talk about Leavenworth and, and, you know, they're going to have some games down the line, you know, like a baser Linwood uh, that that'll test them. Uh, but Eddie McLaughlin, their quarterback, dual threat guy, put up huge numbers the first two weeks. They got Lansing this week. It's a rivalry game. Lansing is 0-2. I think there's still a decent team, but they lost to Shawnee Heights last week and, and lost to DeSoto in week one. So DeSoto and Baser are the two games with Leavenworth that I'm going to keep an eye on. Then if we real quick in, in 4A, you know, we talk about Aquinas, Miege, and St. James always. But how about Tonganoxy going to, to, you know, hosting Spring Hill last week and beating Spring Hill? Mm-hmm. You know, Tongi was in a dogfight with Baser the first week, and uh, when they have players, they are so well coached, they are going to win, and and that's a team to keep an eye on as well. I was going to say, you know, what Tongi did in week one was almost a statement enough for me, and yeah. so for them to come back out, beat a Spring Hill program that we all agree is really on the up and up, uh, I, I think that says a lot about Tongi in and of itself. So, yeah, I'll be curious to see what the Chieftains do the rest of the year. Curious to see how Spring Hill bounces back. Yeah. Now they bring in a Eudora Cardinals club that's leading the Frontier League this week. Um, you know, Spring Hill had such a good year last year, but kind of got bounced around by Eudora. So maybe they'll have some revenge on their mind. And then, Dion, a UKC game that I think is flying under the radar this week Piper going to Washburn Rural. Yeah. Washburn Rural is one of the 6A schools out West that I don't think is given enough credit for the season that they have. They're loaded from a recruiting standpoint with a lot of fringe kind of FBS players that are only juniors this year. Piper, you know, regardless of what happens in this game on Friday night, Piper is going to come out a better team because of it. I mean, this is a great test for the Pirates. And again, even if they fall to one and two on the year, I, I wouldn't put a whole lot of stock in that record because I think Piper is going to, again, benefit big time from going out and playing the junior blues this week. Well, and a team we haven't talked about yet is Lewisburg. They beat Paola mm-hmm. last week. Who I think Paola is a pretty solid team. And they went to Rogers Heritage their first week and lost a close one. And Rogers Heritage is a pretty good uh, football team and had a week a week on them because they they're uh, Arkansas starts a week earlier. So four is definitely – I mean, the, the big three um, – and, you know, we real, real quick talk about how, uh, as we were recording this, they voted to do a multiplier. Big three who are in 4A for this year and next year and may not be there ever again, Aquinas, Miege, and St. James, 
are still the, the, the teams to beat. But Lewisburg, Tongi, Eudora, Paola, there's a lot of depth out there that those teams are going to have to navigate as they go through the postseason. Definitely. And, you know, as far as the multiplier thing goes, you know, I, I'm a fan where I hope it passes. And and as much for the benefit uh, of the, the Lewisburgs and, and the Paolas of the world that have had great runs and then get nipped in the state semifinals or whatever, but also for the Aquinas's, for the Miages, because, you know, again, I, I think, I think if you were able to talk to a lot of people privately with those programs, they they want to test themselves against the best. They get to do it in the regular season. They should have an opportunity to do that in the postseason. So I think it it should be if it passes in state legislature here coming up. I think it'll be a win win for for all involved. Yeah, no doubt I think about the that. The big three have made Lewisburg and Piper and those schools continue to improve to try to reach them. I think the big three being down there for a couple of years has, has motivated those other places to get better. No doubt. And, and I mean, again, even if they're not in 4A, like you're saying, coach, I think we've seen 4A football progress because yes. they've been in there. But at the same time, I think it's kind of like, we thank you for your service. And now, <laughs> <I'm gone> out. <laughs> well, and what John Holmes, I'll leave you with this. What John Holmes said is it's not necessarily, it's the roster size. That's sure. what the difference is. And we talked, we talked to him about how, uh, Paola a few years ago was a really good football team and they were just beat up by the time they got to me Asian. They sure. didn't two couple years before that DeSoto, who's now in five, a mm-hmm. had a roster size that could compete and two platoon and do those kind of things. Well, Ryan, it's going to be a great week. I know you're going to go uh, watch a little Liberty park Hill on, on the Missouri side yeah. uh, this week. That should be a good one. I'm assuming it's going to be down to the wire. Cause that's how Park Hill plays all their games uh, <laughs> in the fifties uh, have fun. And we will chat with you again next week. Thank you guys.